Welcome to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Africa Hali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. This message of faith is life transforming, anointed to help you discover your right positioning and mission in God's kingdom. It will help you break from past negative perceptions and empower you lead an overcoming life. Now, receive Reverend Africa. So, shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I submit myself under the authority of your word. Take away self. Let your voice be heard. Let something be said here that needed to be said. Something that will register in the hearts and minds of your people long after today. Bring light and answers to your people. In the name of Jesus. Amen. As our custom is as a church, and indeed, in this church, pastored by a pastor, marriage or family enrichment is one of our strong pillars. I believe in marriage. I believe in strong marriages. I believe that marriage should be for better and for worse and better and for best. Amen. Today, I start a series on marriage. And it shall be called How to Still Marry and Be Married. So in our this year edition of marriage series, I want to touch on this thing called divorce and remarry. That is why the title is How to Still Marry and Be Married. My affirmation is that if you have divorced or you are a divorcee, you can marry again. But how? What should be your attitude? That's the question. I do not subscribe to divorce. In Malachi, the prophet declaring the word of God that God hates divorce. But people are divorcing. Church people have divorced. And I said, well, there is, you know, genuine Christian. I have seen genuine Christians. Sincere Christians. Let's not forget the satanic factor. Huge arrow thrown at you. There, there you are. If you are married today and you are a believer and you are not divorced, you must thank God. You must thank God. <laughs> Amen. This is a heavy series. But I pray it will bring answers to people. So in my search and reflection, I ask a question. If divorce has become part of the marriage equation, why don't we teach how to divorce? I ask questions. Because the church runs pre-marriage counseling for its people. So, and I do that. So, maybe this season I should include. The counselors that come, I should include. 
Today we are going to handle how to divorce effectively. You see your reaction? You, you see your reaction? Divorce is accident to marriage. Because it is not part of the arrangement. But it happens. In Genesis, when God created everything, when it came to man, Genesis 1.26, God put a principle, a governing principle. Long before there ever was a written code, God had wired human beings with a principle called image and likeness. Image and likeness. It's a principle, it's a law. What is that law? The mirror image rule. What is it? Simply put, God says, do what I do. Do what I do. That's what God telling us, in wiring us. Do what I do. Secondly, you can do what I do. You can copy me. That's the image and likeness rule. What it means is that when you stand before a mirror, when you stand before a mirror, there's always two. The image and the likeness. The image and the likeness. What you see in the mirror is like the image. When the image raises its hand, the mirror image will raise its hand. So the mirror is reflecting what the image, the original image is doing. That is a principle. So it is always image and likeness. Image begets likeness. So God is simply telling us that you can obey me. What My rules are your rules. My standard are your standards. What I like, you can do. In fact, what I like, do it. But at the same time, created this creature with a free will. Morally free. Who, in spite of the rule, can decide otherwise. We saw it in Genesis, Adam and Eve departing from the rule of God. Don't touch this. They said, we'll touch it. Then in Genesis chapter 6, God said, me, almighty God. Genesis 6, 3. My spirit will not struggle, will not strive with man anymore. That's why there was a flood. May God never give up on us. Pray this prayer. May God never give up on me. He said, my spirit will no longer strive. Why should Almighty God be striving with people he created? But that's how he made it. Such that one day, one day, one day, in the last judgment, there will be rewards and there will be punishment. You hear me? Before heaven and hell, heaven a reward, hell, punishment. Before heaven and hell, there are always rewards and punishment to every decision we make. So, this is just the principle. I always give the principle and then I bring the superstructure. What I have said so far is that we can obey God. We can do the will of God. We can copy God. If God says no, we can also say no. 
If God says yes, we can also say yes. But any deviation from God is your own will. It's your own will. It's your own will. And God has set that rule and the consequences are there. Say amen. Jesus answered two questions in regard to marriage. I'm giving answers. <laughs> the answer to divorce and remarry is not in one statement. Everything I have said so far and what I will say, I am giving the answers. And I pray all of us will catch it along the way. Say amen. Jesus answered two questions. One we shall center on in this message. Matthew chapter 19. The other one, they asked a question about we even practice it in traditional Africa where a man marries and dies without children and then the brother of the man, you know, take over. That kind of thing. We saw it in the book of Ruth. Amen. So they came with a question. So this particular man married and died. Another inherited a wife, also died. A third one died. On and on and on and on. So, Jesus, in the resurrection of the dead, <laughs> which of the men will be the husband of this one wife? What a difficult question. And Jesus just simplified the matter. Say, so you guys, you don't know. In heaven, they are not giving to marriage and remarry. They will be like angels. They don't marry. In other words, this thing called marriage, whether you will enjoy it or not enjoy it, is here on earth. The Lord give you understanding. You don't take marriage to heaven. If you will enjoy it, it ends here. If you are not enjoying it, it ends here. I won't say more than that. But in Matthew chapter 19, so they came again and said, Jesus, is it lawful? Matthew chapter 19, is it lawful for a man to just divorce the wife for any reason at all? And the tradition at the time among the Jews is that it is only men who divorce women. Women don't divorce men. What a law. Amen. Chapter 8 of John. See Jesus' attitude. Chapter 8 of John, they brought a woman caught in adultery. They brought the woman alone. Where was the man? Eh? Is it not two people <laughs> who commit adultery? Perhaps the man, when he saw that the guys were coming, he just jumped the window and ran away. <laughs> he could not be caught. But the law was against the women. So, they brought her to Jesus. So, yeah, we, we just caught her. We just caught her. And they believed Moses so much. They don't know the ranking of Jesus. <laughs> they, brought the, they brought the law before grace. Jesus was a personification of grace. And so, yeah, what do you have to say to this? Look at Jesus' attitude. Jesus, before long, those who had brought the woman had escaped. And the woman was standing there alone. And Jesus said, where are your accusers? 
Where are those who are condemning you? He said, they are nowhere. He said, okay, me too. Neither do I condemn you. But please, when you go, don't go and repeat your mistake. Voice of Possibility will be back soon. We hope you are being blessed by this message. For counseling or further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call after this broadcast on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Welcome back to Voice of Possibility. That is the attitude of Jesus, the Lord of the New Testament, the Lord of the new creation. By that judgment of Jesus in John chapter 8, Jesus is saying that human beings can make mistake. Human beings can make mistake. And when they make mistake, they must be forgiven. They must be forgiven. They must be forgiven and recovered, resuscitated. Jesus said, the church is mine. I will build my church. So divorce is a huge mistake. So many who divorce. Nobody just divorces. Nobody. Talking about Christians. Nobody. Things happen to Christians. Huh. If it has not happened to you, that's why I said you have to thank your God. As a pastor, over 20 years, I have seen people humbled by marriage. They can't tell their story anyway. So how would Jesus handle such situations? That's what I want to address. So Jesus took us in Matthew chapter 19. There are two sessions to the question and answer. The first one was that Moses said, you can go away with your wife for any reason. What do you have to say? And Jesus said, really? Moses said so? Okay, here, my own decision on the matter. From the beginning, he made them male and female. Number two, and brought them together. And made them Siamin twins. The language of scripture. Jesus was referring them, them to Genesis chapter 2. You want to find the answer to divorce and remarriage? Go to Genesis chapter 2. You'll find it there. And the first answer was that the two cannot be separated. Divorce was not in the equation at all. By the statement of Jesus, and in reference to Genesis 2, the way the scripture has been structured, the two will leave father and mother. That is independence of the two individuals. And cleave to each other. That is interdependence. And the word used, the Hebrew word used for, for cleave is simply like the image of Siamin twins. They 
This is the language of scripture in the beginning. And Jesus, in an answer to divorce, said, go back to the beginning and find out. So the first answer to the first question is that it is never, it has never been contemplation. It's a journey of no return. There's no plan B. And so if you are hearing me and you want to enter this thing called marriage, you have found the answer. If it is a journey of no return, how do I enter it? Marriage which is for life. How many certificates do we have? How many learning certificates do we have? We just jump into it. Somebody was saying the other day, oh, the next woman I get, I will even waste time at all. I will marry her. <laughs> it's a body and chair. This laughter is very strange. Why? Who is chasing you? Because the women have, have suffered him for long. So this time he was hunting. And get one. When I get him, I will bring him to pastor. And then that is all. Mobile. You will stay inside. <laughs> On my watch. You will stay inside. Amen. The second answer. So when Jesus said that, referring them to the image of inseparability of a Siamin twins, then the Jesus said, hey, who can do this? <laughs> Their first reaction, oh, then it's, 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 it's not good to marry. We, we, we rather not marry. And Jesus gave them three possibilities. Number one, there are those who are born not to marry. And the church must be aware of this. Maybe you are one of them. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, how do I know I am one of such? You have no feeling. For opposite says, you are one of such. Don't let anyone force you into it. <laughs> Amen. So we call it eunuch by birth. A second group of people are those who have artificial status of eunuch. Where perhaps in those olden days, they serve in the palaces and they castrate them, the men. But thank God, there's a modern day castration. If you don't know, I'm telling you. If you want to be free <laughs> and not marry, you can go for a particular, you know, uh, uh, arrangement. Go for it. And I pray. Many people will go for that. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. you see, your response shows that you are marriageable. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus answered the question. Now, even though the original, original intention is that there should be no separation and we find people separating for whatever reason, how do we handle it? How do the people involved also handle it? And this is my answer. There's always the Christian way of handling issues. Amen. And no Christian, indeed no person, lives 
on their own. We live in a community, we live in a society, and there are society expectations. Communal standards. I have not gone through divorce, and by the grace of God, may I never go through it. I have no intentions to divorce my wife. I don't know about her. But if she would divorce me, she would have divorced me since. 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 Amen. I have not gone through that experience, but I have pastored people who have gone through it. It is not the best of experiences. If divorce does not humble you, divorce, when you are going through it, and indeed, if you have gone through it, it comes with wounds. You are hurt. Have you seen a proud person bruise their knee, their knee, their knee before? It can do a lot. It humbles them. So to be going through that process and beholding yourself arrogantly proud, It's not consistent. It's not consistent. Amen. It must humble you. And you must wear the garment of humility. You must withdraw. You must withdraw. And withdrawing from the crowd. Withdrawing from popularity. For a while. Is to help you. Heal your wounds. And come back again. So like I said, we don't take marriage to heaven. You can marry again. You heard me. You can marry again. But the way you approach it, the way you approach it, your attitude will be judged. So this is the matter. How to still marry and be married. You can be married. You can marry after divorce. You must go through a process. A process that will recover you, restore you into normalcy. It's not that easy. Thing. The first answer is that don't even try to go through it at all by taking your lessons before you marry. So there are two approaches. Jesus, first of all, said, go to the beginning. See how it is contracted. When you leave, you take your independence. Some people never take their independence from their people. Not only that, interdepend on each other, then it becomes cleaving. Nobody should separate you. How can you handle this twin thing? If you don't collaborate, if you don't compromise, there are all kinds of things that come into it. My dear, marriage is not fanfare. It's not fanfare. There are all kinds of compromises. And you must be told. You must be told. Let's arrest the attrition rate of divorce. Hallelujah. By the time this message is over, many who are suffering through a process of divorce will be healed. And those who are not eunuch and they want to marry, God will help them. You believe you have received some wisdom at all. Put your hands together for the Lord. We'll come back next week.
to come back next week and, and push the agenda forward. Are you blessed? Great. Have you been answered? Yeah. The Lord bless you. Amen. So, come back to class next week. We shall continue. The Lord bless you. Amen. Now, you have been charged to go and discharge. For counseling, fellowship, all further inquiries, there are ministers of God just waiting to hear from you. Call now on the following hotlines. 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Beloved, you have been listening to Voice of Possibility with Reverend Jonathan Kwabla Afrik Ahali of ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, Accra, Ghana. Faith comes by hearing and hearing again. We encourage you to get the full edition of this message and other series by Reverend Afrik from ICGC Possibility Worship Temple, Dansuman, near the Dansuman Kipit Park. We welcome you to our following services. Sunday service at 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. for the first service and 10 a.m. to 12 noon for the second service. Our Wednesday services are from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. For further information, contact us on 0249-039193 or 0274-810065. Possibility, a city set on a hill. Your church in Dansuman, where God makes every worshiper a possibility. God richly bless you.